Greetings, greetings, greetings and salutations, one and all. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart, Real Talk Night. Happy hump day to you. I want to say big up to each and everyone locked in right now. Those on TuneIn Radio. On the night shift to DJ Kevin Stewart, much love to you. Much love to those locked in out of New Jersey. NIE Radio. With New Jersey's finest, the motivator. Remember, you can catch him live. Thursday night. Double Trouble Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. And on Saturdays, for Motivation Saturdays at noon. Blessings, the motivator. Do you know is you good? Much love to the massive out of Long Island, New York. Come on, locked in with DJ Atomic Force and the crew. On Reggae Pulse Radio, much love to you guys up there. I hope you're keeping warm. Much love to those who are locked in on the foundation radio network, ClintonLindsay.com. Holding it down in South Florida. Blessed Earth Day, it's Mr. Lindsay. Here's to another trip around the sun, sir. Big ups to those on PEMGTV.com. Welcome, welcome. Those on Zeno FM. Those hanging out on Clubhouse. Greetings and salutations to you. Those on the Facebook Live. Those on YouTube Live. And of course, those right here at the home of the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew, KevinStew.com, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. So glad to have you. Couldn't do it without you. You have my word, I wouldn't even try. The sound of Thalia kicking off things in the background. I don't want to say thank you to my segment sponsors. Pulsey Media Group and being in a moment is priceless. Go ahead and get them a car. They can do everything you see here on KevinStew.com and more. They'll take care of your videos, your photos, your streaming, your ads. They can host your website if the website if that's what you need. They host mine. But they can also give you the opportunity to stream that event that you're having live on a secure platform, whether yours or theirs. So whether it's a church service, a funeral, a wedding, a party, a graduation, a seminar, you name it. They can hook you up. Get them a call. 754-999-1140 That's 754-999-1140 Tell them you heard about him on the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew I want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands Althea is a licensed massage therapist Operating out of Broad County, North Miami-Dade and South Palm Beach counties She comes to you Bringing her table, her oils and over 20 years massage therapy experience 
to go ahead and give her a call and schedule her appointment today. 954-655-9000. That's 954-655-9000. She only has one request outside of paying her. That is you get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done. It's called the Kevin Stew Clause. Because I'm always falling asleep on that table, I can tell you. You will too. I want to say thank you to Reggae Global Entertainment. Reggae Global act as your booking agent. Handle your tour management. Take care of your business registration, legal service referrals, music production, marketing and promotion, and much, much more. Go ahead and give them a call today, 954-804-8199. That's 954-804-8199. Or check them out online, reggaeglobal.com. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. Say thank you to McNeil Trucking. McNeil Trucking is a veteran-owned, licensed, insured mover in the state of Florida. So you wanna move from the Keys to Jacksonville, from Naples to Palm Beach, from Pompano to Pensacola, and any point in between. Wanna put some things in storage? Don't have the manpower. Don't have the transportation. Don't worry. You have the name. You have the number. McNeil Trucking. 954-406-9740 That's 954-406-9740 Tell them you heard about them on the night shift of DJ Kevin Steele They'll be glad to know it Inviting you all to call a friend, tell a friend Friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Because what we do here is good for everybody. Phone lines are open. You can call, you can text, WhatsApp, Telegram on 773-789-STEW. At 773-789-7839 You see the number scrolling across the bottom of your screen Those of you who are watching Yeah Those of, who, of, those of you who are listening I'll tell you once more 773-789-7839 And tonight Talking about winning and loving, well, lovable personalities. Do you have any of those kind of personalities? How do you know? Do people like you at all? Have you ever wonder? some people that you just don't like in, in, in Jamaica we say his spirit just don't take them you know you just don't like them you just see them you don't know them you just see them and all of a sudden you don't like them 
there people like those exist <laughs> and you know it's, it's, it's no fault of your own you know I, I i can't i can't even blame you for it So before I get deep down in this, I want to remind you, you can uh, participate by way of the stewpot. Those of you who know what the stewpot is, is what others call a chat room. But because we're fancy over here on KevinStew.com, we call it the stewpot. It's our interactive portal where we keep things interactive and bubbling. Just go to KevinStew.com and you are there. You don't need to register, you don't need to offer your firstborn, an internal organ, or a blood sacrifice. Just go to KevinStew.com. You can remain anonymous. You can put your name so I know who I'm interacting with. You know, make it a little bit more personal. We just ask that you keep it respectful and don't kill our vibes. Tell ya. A track called Don't Kill My Vibes. Hey Pat, how you doing? Ah, uh, you make some cornmeal porridge? Really? And you added blueberry muffins. Seriously? And uh, you didn't leave any for me. I hope you ate for two. You ate yours and mine. Because then I'd really be upset. Ah, oh, boy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, Pat, you're saying you don't have any of those personalities. You don't have a winning personality and you don't have a lovable personality. Are you sure? <laughs> You know, even some brilliant people suffer from personality and, from, well, suffer professionally and persona, personally from a lack of a likable personality. So, Pat, if, if, if you don't have any of those personalities, don't feel bad. You know, there are some very famous people that are very much like you. There, and then you have those people that really don't care that they don't so uh, <laughs> but if you do care and you want to as as the book says win friends and influence people without sacrificing your integrity then you might want to pay attention to what we're talking about tonight i know you're a cool person pat i don't i don't know what you are talking about but i know personally that you're a cool person even if you make porridge cornmeal porridge at that and thought well if you thought about me then that's enough it's a thought that counts so what are some of the things that you can do in order to have or develop a winning personality you know, I hope you're taking notes because it's something that you might want to remember. If you don't, if you don't, that's fine. You can go back to the podcast. You can go back to the YouTube right here on KevinStew.com and you can get the information all over again. But according to psychology today, some things you could do. You could maintain eye contact just like I'm doing now. If you're listening on any of the radio affiliates, then you won't see it. Go to my website and you can. Look the person in the eye one half to three-fourths of the time. You don't have to be doing it all the time. That's kind of creepy. Just at least half the time. More than that, like I said, could be a little bit creepy. So half the time that, that, that you're there interacting with them, you want to be looking them in the eye. Then 
to get it to get in the habit of doing it early in conversations take note of the person's eye color now many of us are intimidated by eye contact for whatever reason don't be you know it, it's it they have eyes just like you there are people just like you go ahead and look them in the eye and just keep it moving so what a good practice to get into doing that if you're not one to do it as soon as you start talking to the person look them in the eye and note their eye color that will help you to be able to go back to that point have good posture we ridicule the past deportment schools in, in, in which people were trained into good posture by walking with a book on their head, their shoulders back, their back straight, fit head facing straight ahead, while somehow managing to look relaxed. But shallow, lookist species that we are, yes, that's how we're described. <laughs> the shallow lookish lookist species that we are, the person with that kind of posture is generally viewed as more likable. Can you imagine? Walking upright, shoulders back, head straight, not looking frumpy. Yeah, you are somehow more likable how do you do it how do we do it mm. yeah man i'm claiming it use body language in a two-person conversation stand not face to face but at a 30 degree angle that's connecting but not confrontational and of course if you know the person well then face to face head on is, is quite fine also, you want to do avoid certain things like crossing your arms. That can be distancing. You know, as I said, when you, when, when you cross your arms as you talk with someone, you're kind of blocked off. You're, you're blocking yourself off. You, you are defensive in some kind of a way. So don't cross your arms. Remain in an open kind of posture. Um... <laughs> uh does does eye color make them evil no which which eye color though which which eye color are you considering to be evil because you know we have various eye color people around and some people you wear contacts so depending on the eye color that you consider to be evil if those people wear the contacts of those eye colors then you're saying that they're intentionally wanting to be considered as evil mm, what you saying what you saying Pat? what you say blue eyes green eyes <laughs> his lies talk to me um aim for uh conversational balance and not self-absorption now older people tend to criticize the Gen Zers and the Millennials as self-absorbed. Well, 
I'm not too sure why. Most people of all ages tend to be self-absorbed. So I don't know why it is that the older generation will look, the baby boomers will look at the Gen Zers and the next generers as as self-absorbed when we all pretty much do the same things. And if that is what we do, then we had to learn it from someone. You know, those who fall in the more recent of categories, that is. As Rabbi Hillel said, if I'm not for myself, who will be? But if I'm only for myself, what am I? And you know, that is something to, to keep in mind. You have to be your cheerleader first before you can cheer on someone else. And that, that is usually a good starting point because then you'll know when others are cheering you on too. You, you get to recognize it from experiencing it, of course. Achieve, but usually without making others feel less than. That's another thing you can do. Most people are powerfully motivated to not feel inferior or embarrassed. So while you should, of course, strive and achieve, there's a benefit to sharing achievements with others. For example, Impressing your boss needs to be weighed against the risk of antipathy. What a show-off could end up be the narrative when you leave. Or she or he is just making themselves, making their feelings, masking their feelings of, 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 of insecurity. And that too is another one, you know, because you are presenting your achievements so it's it's a balancing act that they, they pretty much all are because you do a little bit too much of any of them and you come off as overbearing and not very likable however you do it just right and you're winning you remember that show moderate confidence rarely Will you want to exude pers uh, pervasive self-doubt? Things like, I'm such a loser. On the other hand, demonstrating lofty self-confidence will too often be seen as not credible or make the other person feel inferior. See the balance? Which, like we said, usually causes uh, antipathy, if not retribution. As with most things, moderation is usually right. When you're confident about an assertion, it's okay to say, as an example, I'm pretty sure this is wise, but what do you think? And when you're not confident, it is okay to say, I'm just not a good public speaker. Despite trying, my talks are too discursive and if i if i script them then they're sterile so balance i like that though i like that i'll, I'll i think i'll adapt that one or not um judge but usually without expressing it no all right so this one is a little bit tricky because we're always taught don't judge or to not to judge and we're always told don't judge me so the 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 
this one can be a little bit tricky because they're telling you, hey, go ahead and judge. But don't say it. So keep it to yourself. It's absurd, yeah, that we denigrate people for being judgmental. Discernment is core to good decision making. What to buy, whom to vote for, donate to, hire, or befriend. But the wise person consciously decides whether to voice judgment, especially about or your conversation partner. Let's say you think your conversation partner's self-confidence widely exceeds his or her competence. You must weigh the advantages of shaking the person from undue complacency against the likelihood of resentment and even retaliation. So bring them back down to earth gently. Um, there's a lot of good young people. We must remember we were young too. Comments here on the YouTube live. Older people need to older people need to lead and not criticize young people. Even if you accumulate wealth, one should be humble at all times and don't exalt themselves above every, every, anyone else. Exalting themselves could catch them up with catch up with them in karma. Oh yeah, true karma and that woman. Ooh, karma. She is a you know. Um, people can extend kindness can go along. People can extend kindness and and go along way. Oh, and go a long way. Um, never judge a book by its cover. True that. True words. True words. Default to the positive. Now, you know, you have some negative Nancy's out there. This one is going to take a whole lot more work for them. So default to the positive. Many Europeans look down on Americans. Um, they're, they're with their insistence on optimism over realism. But when in Rome, then you do as the Romans do. When in America, you try to do as the Americans do. Of course, there are times to, to be negative and to criticize. And even in the US, people roll their eyes at Miss America Pollyanism. And improvement does not come mainly from suggestions for improvement. But when the ratio of your negative to positive comments exceeds one to one, you risk being liked as well. Now, default to a pleasant expression. You see the smile? Yeah. Default to something like that. This is a corollary of the previous suggestion. So, the plastered exaggerated contextuality inappropriate salesperson's smile is disingenuous worthy of rolled eyes but if wearing mild pleasantness on your face doesn't come naturally it may be worth the effort to make that your default and to look for opportunities to legitimately smile so if you need to practice find a reflective surface and practice if you are smiling and that is not your go-to thing to do, but you're doing it and your face hurts, 
you might need to practice a little bit more. Definitely use that, that, that reflective surface and see if you can get it right. Moderate speaking pace, volume pitch, and use of hands is something that you want to incorporate also. We claim to celebrate diversity, but often it's not true, including regarding comportment. People who speak more quickly or slowly than average are generally disliked. Some, uh, when you use, uh, it's the same thing with, 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 with volume or the use of hands and pitch. And of course, you have only modest control over your voice's pitch. But aim for the bottom of your voice's natural range. Don't sound gravely, you know, don't, you don't want to go down there, unless you're Barry White, and that works for him. And, you know, the, the ladies tend to typically like that deep-sounding man's voice. They tend to like it for some reason. I, I don't know. Ladies, why? What is it about a deep voice that you ladies like? Those of you who are listening in right now, drop me a line, shoot me a, a message, let me know. 773-789-STEW, drop me a text, or comment in the Stew Potter here on YouTube. Oh, I'm missing some comments on Facebook Live. Oh my goodness, sorry. Um, da -da 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 -da. Dora, how are you guys down there in Brazil? Much love to my Radio Cristal Gospel family down there in Brazil. Much love to you, Dora. It's been a minute. I am well. I am well. Blessings to you also, my sister. Ah, so good to hear from you. Um, we're going to take a quick little break. But before I do so, let's check out the YouTube comments here. We must not follow the Europeans. Many of our people have lost their humanity and Pan-Africanism Pan of hospitality. We must not be like other nations. We are not them. We can and should do better than them. Look at that. Encourage them, Pat. Encourage them. Um, America changed a lot of our people. We need to get back to African hospitality. You know, funny thing about African hospitality versus American hospitality. To get hospitality or to recognize hospitality in America, it is, you know, it's usually referred to as Southern hospitality. Crazy. It's referred to as Southern hospitality, but in the days of slavery, people escaped from the South to the North for freedom. But refer to that open door, warm heart, pleasant smile, hug, that as Southern hospitality. You ever thought about it? Who ever coined that phrase, Southern hospitality, anyway? A uh, couple more to go you know, on uh, learning how to be lovable. But I'll get to them after we come back from the break. During the break, we're going to part company with those on Facebook Live, those on Clubhouse. But don't worry, the broadcast continues right here at the home of the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew, KevinStew.com. We're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. It also continues with the affiliates. So if you're listening in by any of the affiliate stations, you don't need to go anywhere. If you want to watch and see my pleasant face, hey, 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 I get to use that line tonight. Um, please come to KevinStew.com. 
two ways to watch by way of the player that is embedded or the youtube player that is also embedded so you can watch either way and then you can share it with your friends so that they can join if you have friends uh, not everybody does but share it with your enemies friends of your friends friends of your enemies share it with everybody do get your copy of the book as we are jumping off into the break please pick up your copy of the book it's called empowered essential concepts and strategies every woman should know about self-defense it's author it's authored by jonathan field and narrated by yours truly kevin stew yes it's available right now on amazon on audible and if if you go to kevinstew.com this is a quick way quick and easy way for you to get the book the audible the audible the audio book go to kevinstew.com and you'll see an image an image of the book click on it it takes you straight to where you would get your download empowered essential concepts and strategies every woman should know about self-defense get it yo marlon how you doing bro welcome to the broadcast um Alan is uh, Reggae Global Radio's general manager. He hosts Real Rockers with Marlon on Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Check him out. He is a walking, talking, reggae music encyclopedia. Check him out. He's really cool. Blessings, Marlon. So Marlon says the term was clearly coined in the U.S., a Southern hospitality thing. Yeah, I get that. But who? Who in the U.S.? Was it those who were escaping from the South to go to the North? Or those that lived in the North that saw Mm. yeah who were they calling hospitable though that, that's the question we'll be right back after these messages quality media group innovative streaming and recording has done it again a new way to get your business in full view of your neighborhood consumer through adshare tv it's available in your neighborhood today it's easy just call us 754-999-6020 Become a host today and place a TV monitor in a strategic location so it's easy to see. Get a one minute video ad or longer that plays anywhere in our network. Can't be a host? No problem. For a few dollars, we'll run your 30 second video ad. A host can run announcement specials like buy one get one free or discount ads. Let's turn your flyers into a 30 second video with music or a voiceover or let us create and run your video ad with a spokesperson. Take advantage of our early enrollment discount. Join us today. Your ad will be seen at least 30 times per day in your AdShare TV neighborhood. It's easy. Just call us. 754-999-6020. AdShare TV, part of Pulsing Media Group. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. 
In chemistry, I learned that no one. In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. In English, and in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today. The only thing I didn't learn today. The only thing I didn't learn is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Ladies, lovers, lovers of the music, it is here. The brand spanking new album from Ed Robinson and Ian Sweetness, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass. Amazing. Ten blazing tracks, two amazing singers going hit for hit, classic for classic, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass, Ian Sweetness, Ed Robinson, oh man, is out now, available everywhere, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your music, it is there, a tribute to Teddy Pendergrass, brand spanking new, Ian Sweetness, Ed Robinson, ladies, gentlemen, You've got to have this in your collection. Get it now. Available everywhere. Bruv, my last baby already gone off to college, mate. Is what this is and come give me, man. Is a big album still. I love it. Big up Ed Robinson, Ear Sweetness. But this better come with a contraceptive. Hey, I'm representing for DJ Kevin's Jew. Working on the night shift. The night shift. Radio show won't go changing like the weather just to please the devil. Never will DJ Kevin choose sell his soul. That's a word and honor. It's Christine to representing word and honor. Celestia DJ Kevin Stu. The sound of Enzo bringing us back from the break. Track calls come over. You're everything. Baby girl, come over. Uh, so Pad says, listen, even the early Jamaicans had this awesome hospitality. The ones now, they're so aggressive, you know. Whatever happened to the people of yesteryear that were warm and welcoming? Well, I guess it's the influence, Pat, it's the influence on Jamaica. That, uh, you know, um, nowadays if America sneezes, Jamaica catches a cold. So if if we're going to say that Americans tend to be less hospitable, but yet still, you got that Southern hospitality thing going on. So you can't say all Americans, you know, it, it it's, eh. and then you're in New York. <laughs> you know, what can I say? You're in New York. <laughs> I think that speaks for itself. So, um, a few more tips on how to have a winning personality. Listen actively. Mm. This one gives some people some problems because they, they can't even listen passively. Avoid the trap of not listening. Mainly waiting for the person to shut up so that you can spout your your pearls you can see whatever it is that you have on your mind as we listen we all think ahead and that is okay to do but try to really listen to what your conversation partner is saying 
noting what, if any, emotion is behind it. And that way, you are in a better position to empathize. You're in a better position to be really a part of that conversation. Because now you're actively listening, you can ask them things about things that they were saying and ask them why they say it that particular way versus another way, recognize how they feel about a particular thing. You know, you can get into it like that. Hey, cuz, how you doing? Welcome, welcome. Listen, I saw your message earlier. I was supposed to get back to you. I do apologize. I love you, cuz. Thanks for checking in. Um... Just like, let's see, but today, these nowadays, Jamaicans are hostile, nothing like our parents' days or grandparents. Just like one of them in a discount store five months ago. Five months ago, Pat, you remember this from five months ago? Uh, <laughs> very hostile. I told her to keep her Kingstonian attitude in Kingston and don't bring it here. <laughs> really? But we're going to have to work on that, all right? Ah. <laughs> uh, all right we're gonna we're gonna have to work on that <laughs> so ask questions that's another one on the list here how to develop a, a, a winning personality ask questions um again a corollary of the previous suggestion in listening be curious might there be a follow-up that you want to ask asking is flat is flattering and you might even learn something and of course in initiating conversation you also could do worse than to begin with a question so an example what are you thinking about these days or anything coming up that you're looking forward to and later in the conversation when you feel you can deepen it you might ask so do you have any regrets about something specific that they did or even about something they did in life generally. You know, things like that. And then there's this thing called the 30 to 50 rule. You ever heard about it? On average, you want to talk 30 to 50% of the time. Now, if both of you are talking 30 to 50% of the time, does the conversation stay full? Does it continue to flow? Is that how you get 100% of conversation? Because if you're talking 30 to 50% of the time, you're allowing the other person to talk 50 to 70% of the time. And if you're both allowing each other to talk 70% of the time, however, you're only giving 30% of the conversation, then there's going to be gaps. So how do you strike the balance? Is it I guess that is how the listening part comes in, actively listening. And so it will vary with how much you, compared with the other person, has how much you have to say on a, on, a, on a particular topic. Also, a small percentage of people in some conversations or some situations would rather listen more than 70% of the time. In which case, you could even go to 80, but those situations are rare. It's, it's those who don't talk a lot, you know, it, 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 it is difficult to get them to open up. But 
even they have that point in time where they just let it rip. And <laughs> those who see them as, as being quiet would really look on and go, who is this person and what did you do to them? Um, use the traffic light rule. During the first 30 seconds of an utterance, your light is green. The person is listening, not waiting for you to shut up so that they can say something, nor thinking you're long-winded. During the next 30 seconds, your light is yellow. And at the 60-second mark, unless you're telling a compelling anecdote and see that your conversation partner is fully engaged, your light is red. Shut up or ask a question. Do one of the two. If the person wants to know more, then they can ask. So that's the stoplight rule. The, or the traffic light rule, I should say. I've never heard of it prior to this. But thanks to psychology today, I learned something new. And so did you, those of you who didn't know about it. You want to take a nuanced approach to interrupting. You know, you, you, sometimes you have something that you want to say because something that was said is kind of burning an issue into the side of your head. And you want to know how to get in on that. You're, you're one of the, the, the 30, 50, 30 to 50 people, Marlon, that often gives like 80% of listening time, that is. <laughs> The often urged advice when it comes to taking a nuanced approach to interrupting, never interrupt, lacks nuance. Default to not interrupting, yes. But long-winded people impose too much frustration to put up with. You have, to, you have a right to get your needs met and thus you have a right to interrupt. So because of long-windedness or because you're afraid you'll forget the important thing you'd like to say, in a business meeting, you could just jot it down so you won't forget. But some people like an interruptive conversation style. Yeah, they, they, they want to be interrupted. And as, as such, they often know where exactly they are in the conversation. And you understand each other's points before they get finished. Yet an another justification for interrupting is when your conversation partner knows they tend to be discursive and welcomes you reining them in. Some of them tell you beforehand, listen, I, I am one that will just talk all day. So feel free to interrupt me any which way you, at any point that you feel comfortable. I, I won't be offended by it. So those people know they talk a lot. Marlon says, I'm one of those people who, when you see me in conversation on the right topic with the right people, you might say, who is that? That is so true, Marlon. That is so true. Because you are that guy. Listen, people, you get Marlon started on, let's say, um the production of 
sling thing. Rhythm. You get mad and started on that. <laughs> Let me tell you, you will go. And and there are certain things when it comes to 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 music history. You you want to get Marlon, you want to meet the real Marlon, talk music history. That is when you get to meet the real Marlon. Outside of that, you'll get the quiet reserved Marlon. And um, if you want to see him dance, just get some good reggae music going. Then you'll see Marlon dance. And get him in the company of the people that want to hear the stories of the music. Well, he won't do the two at the same time. No, you won't get him. He'll do one or the other. Use the, the one second pause. You, you know about one second pause? Well, most people welcome your pausing for a second before you respond. And that shows not only that you are polite in not interrupting, but that their statement or question is important enough to warrant reflection before you respond. And again, there are exceptions. Some people, in, in, indeed, some cultures like the New York Jews and the Israelis, they come to mind when talking about it. They prefer rapid-fire exchanges. And there are times when, in conversation, I like that. I like when, especially when it's witty comebacks, when we can be talking and immediately you have that witty comeback to something I just said. Or if I can come up with a witty comeback to something you just said and you actually enjoy it. I just love those. I feel at that point that we're really connecting. Um, appropriately use physical touching. There are some people that just don't like to be touched. And there are some people that really like to touch. <laughs> but appropriately use physical touch um, and it can be a powerful and endearing thing to do but with the hashtag me too era that we live in today men must be especially circumspect in deciding whether to touch a female or not but even men are wise to as appropriate you can clearly use non-sexual touching like a one second touch to the forearm when offering reassurance and try to use the tip of your fingers to, to don't stroke just gently touch you know just touch don't 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 do the stroke thing because ah uh, boy mm. can be rough it can be rough <laughs> The Me Too movement has it has it tough for us guys out there. All right, time for another quick little break. Um, is it's coming up? There's a, 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 a some more information that I want to touch on. So that is a few things on how to be have a winning personality. Um, there is keep your head in the clouds, but your feet on the ground. There's learn to work a room. Uh, do not do not so random acts of kindness so you know exactly what it is that you're doing retain foundational authenticity yeah be your true you these are some of the things that you can do to to, to have a winning personality um keeping your head in the clouds and your feet on the ground is one of them that i want to touch on before we go on the break a little bit People who frequently 
propose lofty unrealistic ideas are often dismissed on the other hand relentless focus on the high probability practical is often seen as excess excessively sober as with many things a measure of balance is required if you naturally default to big it's potentially unrealistic ideas as, as, as espouse them but temper them by acknowledging challenges if you naturally default to the pragmatic it couldn't hurt to at least occasionally propose higher risk but exciting new possibilities think about it keep your head in the clouds but your feet on the ground you know just expand your horizons just a little bit and you will actually end up developing a winning personality and learn to work a room arrive early scope out a person or a group that feels appealing but aware of the tendency to focus on people of your own race gender and age approach the person or persons with an environmental commitment not about climate change but environmental about you know within the meeting in or in within the room and then ask a door opening question like is this the first time at meetings like these or have you heard of the speaker before then slowly deepen the conversation by responding to this to their statement with a bit of personal revelation and by asking a question that might unearth something they care about you know such as the, 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 the ask questions that that we've touched on before so you know do these little things and they will help you to develop that winning personality we're going to take another quick little break uh comment here i always look vulnerable um da -da 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 -da. i always look vulnerable people think they can just shout at me and this is where they get fooled <laughs> uh there's a school counselor filed charges against a six-year-old child claiming the child hugged her and has had his hand on her breasts so parents tell your children not to hug um teachers especially you know it gets crazy it it it, it really does with this whole touching thing pat it, it 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 scares me because i'm a hugger and i've had to teach people how to interact with others in a work setting i yeah there was a whole thing when i worked at the salvation army there was a whole thing called safe from harm which actually taught you how to interact with people that's what it boiled down to but it was definitely to protect you and vulnerable adults and children so everybody gets protected and the the how you interact how you touch how you you are in a room with someone else you know things like that it's you hug you learn to hug from the side um not full-on hugs unless it's someone that you're you're really familiar with 
you know, little things like that. And and even if you're going face to face to hug, it's a little bit off to the side at an angle to not appear to not to offend anybody else looking on or that kind of a thing. But it, it, it really gets crazy, especially now with this Me Too movement thing. So the person that I am, I'm guaranteed to get in trouble with somebody. <laughs> and it's innocent on my part. They might be looking to get something from me, thinking that they can, but uh, little do they know. <laughs> We're going to take another quick little break. When we come back, we talk some more. Invite your friends to be a part of this conversation. Uh, yeah, Marlon, you... There are some circles that you don't need a whole lot of coaxing. <laughs> when we hang out, yeah, some music and boom, you're after the races. Just like at Joanna's wedding. Yeah, that's that's how we roll though. That's how we roll. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Matthew 28:19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. With this in mind, and encouragement received during a South Florida media conference, The Church Links was birthed. The Church Links is an interdenominational worship service portal for churches, providing the tools to spread the word through technology in a cost-effective way. The Church Links www.dahchurchlinx.com your links to worship and praise. Making great music is one thing, sharing it with the world, that's another. Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment help you to another level. Specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com. MRE Entertainment, in association with VPAL Distribution, presents the brand new hit single. I'm Robert French, and you're listening to my new song, Every Day of My Life. Now available on all major digital platforms. Every day of my life will be, I just love you, spend the rest of my life away. I just love you, every day of my life will be, I just love you, spend the rest of my life. When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse eMedia Group has the tools you need. Weddings, birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it. 
Pulse Media Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulseemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse Media Group, when being in the moment is priceless. Yes, yes, yes. Sakara Mantino, I'm making us right now. You are locked in to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. I want to welcome you back from the break. The sound of West Rock bringing us back. That track called Born as a Winner. I was born as a hugger. They want to see me on the ground So let me tell y'all from now They said their trap They just push me further to the top If I don't like you I was born as a I won't talk to you at all I don't need no I'll be professional But if I'm cool with you, you get no hug I'm a winner just, just so that you know, eh? you know Nothing more in it It's just I'm a hugger that's just me all right so <clears throat> that is how you end up being a having or developing a winning personality but there's also the lovable person and so you have to ask the question what makes people lovable now funny enough there are some things that will actually make you instantly lovable according to medium.com instantly it's like boom you do them and automatically you're lovable. If you're genuinely interested in the conversation, remember we talked about being an active listener, having eye contact, certain things, certain key things that made you a winning, have you made you have a winning personality? These are some of the same things that make you lovable. So you're genuinely interested in a conversation. One of the most frustrating things is when you're talking to someone and they start up another conversation with another person or they start doing something, fidgeting on their phones or something and not being a part of the conversation, not being present at all. That can be annoying. So when someone is venting, sometimes all they need is an open ear to pour their words into. And to go even further, you can actively show how you're listening. Don't go on your phone. Copy their body language nod say mm -hmm, or yes every now and then these little things help you know they say being genuinely interested in the sign of a good listener and the penguins from madagascar got it partially right they have a smile and a wave as a start <laughs> uh, you can you can see it in your mind right if you smile that that is another one instant makes you instantly lovable um the writer here says if i had a pound for every time i someone asked me what was wrong when i'm minding my own business well I'd, I'd have a lot of money and if you're like me the writer says and have a resting bee face it can come across the wrong way even if you don't mean to so you know you, you want to toss a smile in the mix and this helps you to be a lovable person 
Now, smiling is one of those things that is infectious. So if you're just walking along and you just try it, so, social experiment, just go along and just look at a random person and just smile. If you're in New York, you might have a problem with this. Um, I think they're immune to it in New York. Right, Pat? <laughs> but um, smiling is said to be infectious. So if, if, if you smile at someone, more often than not, they will smile back. Even if they put on a plastic smile, they will smile back. They say take a, a leaf out of Usain Bolt's book. He was in the most pressured of situations, yet he is always smiling when no one else in the world would. He became a lovable, larger-than-life figure. Of course, his records will be remembered, but so will his personality. Sometimes it pays to smile more. Just smile. And you'd be amazed at the kind of responses you get. Now, in typically serious scenarios, add some emotion into your face. Interviewers have mentioned that uh, the writer here needed a little bit more energy in the past. And it can be easy to let the seriousness of a situation reflect in your face. So even with job interviews, yes, they are serious, but, you know, add, add a, put a little smile on your face, you know, ease a little bit of attention because they too want to know you can handle yourself in a high pressure situation. Think about that. Um, if you follow up with someone, these are some of the things that can help to make you a lovable person. Following up with someone is a true sign that you care. It is easy to say you need to talk to someone more, but the rest, the, the, the real test comes when your brain tries to forget what you said. Asking someone if they're okay and, and they told you something that hurt them, this makes you more trust a more trustworthy person. As with any relationship, the little things matter the most. Think of think of it like drunk plans. You have a few beers and all of a sudden you're planning your next trip away. The plan is really set into motion when someone follows up afterwards. So here's an action tip. You don't need to make a grand gesture. Uh, how are things with, and you refer to that thing that you spoke about or that person that you spoke about in on a previous occasion? And it's as simple as that. Or, and are you okay? You remember, I remember some time ago you mentioned, are you okay now? Things like that. These little things show you care and they go a long way. If you admit when you're wrong, Okay, so this is where you put on your adult underwear. You admit you are wrong. It's like one of the hardest things for people to do ever. The writer says, my dad and I are very stubborn people. He'll scold me for leaving a plate out, but won't back down when he leaves his clothes on the sofa. It's a back and forth that usually ends up in a, in, a, in a petty squabble and mostly harmless punch to the arm. Mostly. Okay, so they beat up on each other. That's cool. You know, if, if that's the kind of relationship that they want to have, then that's fine. That's their thing. They do that. <laughs> so essentially, we don't like admitting we are wrong. 
it's an abrasive way of looking at things and not a very lovable one either. It takes a lot of courage to admit you are wrong. Courage which will endear you to your loved ones. So go ahead and take the L. You know, you can't always have the W's. Take the L. And sometimes that L stands for love and being lovable. So before you fly off in a bit of rage defending yourself, ask if the ensuing argument is worth the hassle. It likely isn't. And a bit of calm can help you see the error of your ways. So just take it easy. You also want to know how to give a compliment. This can make you into an instant lovable person. <laughs> know how to give a compliment. Now, people like to be complimented. Telling someone you like something about them shows you take notice. And with very little effort, you have endeared yourself to them just by giving them a compliment and make it authentic. Giving a compliment will make you, the individual, feel good also. So not only are you more lovable in the person receiving the compliment's eyes, but your self-perception becomes more rose-tinted also. Yeah? Um, know how to receive a compliment also. So it's, yeah, it's all good and well that you know how to give it, but know how to receive it. It is easy to just, you know, knock it off, you know, swat away uh, a compliment. Easy, real easy. But followed by something that you think could have done better. Some people do that. Um, one person got congratulated for a dissertation grade, but they, you know, they've always felt that they could have done better, so they downplayed their compliments. Things like that. It happens. Writer says, until recently, I hadn't considered how it makes the other person feel when they do things like that. If giving a compliment makes someone feel good, then they'll feel bad when you toss it away. So, know how to receive a compliment. When someone compliments you, say thank you. Smile. Bask in the praise and everyone is happy. You get a compliment, you get to feel good, they get to feel good that they gave you a compliment, they get to feel good that they gave you a compliment, and you liked it. See, it's a win-win for everybody. So learn how to receive a compliment. You can laugh at yourself. Now, if you're a one that can make fun of people, if you can laugh at yourself, then you're a good one. It, um, the writer says, once every few months, my friends and I have a remember when style conversation. We spend hours listing the vast array of stupid, very funny things we did during our time at school. Eventually, we land on my experience of playing cricket. Now, those of you who don't know what cricket is, you can look it up. It's not an insect. It's a sport played in Europe and the Caribbean. Um less so in the US but more so by people from Europe and the Caribbean that have migrated to 
the US. Now eventually we land on my experience of playing cricket. I was up the bat and practically shaking with nerves. The bowler chuckled the chucked the ball at me. I swung it. I swung far too hard, brought the bat around and hit my stumps. I out myself. It was stupid. I got sucked. Um, it was stupid and I sucked, but it made funnier it's 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 made funnier because i find it hilarious also sometimes it is better to let go and laugh at yourself rather than to def take a defiant stand it shows you don't take yourself too seriously and people can have fun with you these are some of the things that make people really lovable now if you don't want people to talk about something go ahead and laugh with them they'll have their fun and it will soon be forgotten about there's less drama there's fewer worries and boom it's gone you frown about it and they find it funny they're going to hold on to it a little bit longer strange but true um brad says i love a good laugh <laughs> I'm playful, I'm a playful person, but only with certain people. I don't play with everyone. Some people will even get will even call me mischievous. And they're right. I call you mischievous, but I do. I really do. <laughs> Sometimes people mistakenly think you're cold when you don't smile, but some people smile their smile is false. And I don't like fake smiles. But listen, Pat take it it's a win because they are trying to put a better foot forward so just take it as a win smile back let your smile be genuine here's the thing they give you a fake smile you give a genuine smile their smile will end up turning into a real smile because of your genuine smile it's contagious it's like a yawn you start yawning on the train what happens everybody will start yawning too so go ahead and take that fake smile and then give them your genuine smile um yeah because i understand you would laugh at yourself quite a bit it, it's 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 a family thing because i do it you know but then well you know i'm a real clone anyway so i i should i'm not okay so not everybody in the family is a clone but i am <laughs> um social workers are a waste of time and money why do you say that pat you know we all do a little bit of social work in our own little way once we're interacting with others you know it's a little bit of social work because the empathy and and the care that we give to others it's social work now those that get paid to do things like that that kind of social work they have it tough so we need to be especially kind and especially loving and caring towards those kinds of social workers yeah so to wrap this up in a neat little bow being a lovable person is done through micro actions you appear more trustworthy and caring which makes you more approachable you can build relationships quicker and help them last longer plus it is difficult 
And it takes a small understanding of social skills. So put on that smile because people will love you for it. And guess what? There are some personality types that make the best romantic partners. So which ones would those be? Those would be the ones with low neurot neuroticism, according to Psychology Today. The strongest personality predictor of greater relationship satisfaction was low neuroticism. And this is defined as a tendency to experience negative emotional states. So that's when you're being neurotic? Yeah. High neuroticism is associated with things like depression, impulsiveness, and hostility. So people with low neuroticism don't tend to be easily upset and can recover relatively quickly from difficult emotions like anger and sadness. They aren't often overwhelmed by anxiety and are able to experience a lot of happiness and contentment. People who, are, who have high agreeableness and that is one of the worst words in, in the English language, if you ask me. People high on the trait of agreeableness are easy to get along with. Now, not to say that you need to be agreeing with everything and everyone, but their agreeable partners maintain several strong, healthy friendships and their past traumatic, their past romantic relationships ended re relatively amicably okay i guess i fall in that category because i'm friends with majority of my exes they aren't easily upset with you and you don't feel like you're walking on eggshells around them they tend to prefer to avoid arguments and conflict and rarely seem to take things the wrong way if they do experience jealousy in relationships they can express it calmly and constructively listen expressing jealousy in a relationship is something that you have, it's a skill that you have to develop not everyone you don't just get up and say you can do that because first you have to recognize the jealousy and then recognize why you're jealous and then you can with doing that you can express it constructively calmly and then you can grow from it not everybody can do that and that's a learned skill i i i, I hold true to that i had to learn it um high extroversion Partners of extroverts report more relationship satisfaction, on average, than those who are introverts. Extroverts feel energized by the company of others and generally prefer to be with other people rather than being alone. Introverts, on the other hand, are more comfortable by themselves and feel depleted by social encounters, even if they enjoy them. Highly introverted people tend to be reserved, emotionally cool, and struggle with assertiveness. So, what do you look for? An extroverted partner prefers to go out versus staying in all the time, and social comments often leave them feeling energized and alive. They probably don't need more time by themselves than you do, unless you're even more an extrovert than they are. Then you have those with high conscientiousness now a highly conscientious partner is dutiful and responsible and consistently fulfills their commitments they 
they do what they say they will. They pay their bills on time, they show up on time, they take care of their belongings. And conversely, those who are low on conscientiousness tend to be careless and underachieving and irresponsible. A highly conscientious partner washes dishes right away instead of letting them pile up in the sink and doesn't blow off comments, um, commitments or missed deadlines. They're rarely late for appointments or dates and have a good reason if they are and they don't tend to misplace things. These patterns of findings were consistent across married and unmarried couples and held for both male and female partners in heterosexual relationships. Now, more research is needed to determine if these results generalize to same-sex couples, but in, 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 as it is related to heterosexual relationships, these are some of the findings. Now, by themselves, it is not to say that any of these traits definitely lead to a more satisfactory relationship, but having a combination of them definitely will help not to mention staying positive so these are typically the people who are best romantic partners the ones with low neuroticism the ones with high agreeableness high extroversion um, high conscientiousness when you blend those well though when you complement each other that makes for the relationship to be great because you can't all be the same then you don't get to feed off each other and I'm, I'm, I'm big on, on that they're your givers and your takers and it's funny, people tend to, to, to frown on things like that. But that's how our society works. You have those that, that love to give and they live to give. And then you have those that live to take. Now, I, sh I probably should differentiate here. You have your takers and you have your receivers. Those who appreciate receiving will recognize those who appreciate giving or as i like to say appreciate love doing it and um people like pat yeah i see where you say you're a giver pat yes you you give me an update on the nice food that you make all the time although i never can get any of the nice food that you make but of course i understand there's a little bit of distance between us, uh, about 3,000 miles worth of it. But, you know, you know I, at least you, you, you give me an update. And, and I appreciate love that. So as you continue to give, I'll continue to receive it. And I live vicariously through your images and text messages of that lovely food that you tend to make. <laughs> in, in, in truth and in fact, it makes me feel that much closer to you, Pat. Thank you. This is where we get started with our musical therapy for tonight. 
And we kick it off with the birthday girl. Suddenly Happy Earth Day to Marcia J. Ball. Every time you yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this uh, round of real talk tonight. Looking at um, winning and lovable personalities, where do you fall in the mix? Are you, do you have that winning personality? Are you lovable? And with having these traits, does it make you that much better a partner in relationships? Let me know. Zone of Cesar. Track called Can't Hold My Heart. This latest release. I want to thank you all for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you for closing out the night shift with uh, with me right here in Musical Therapy. As we part company, I encourage you to look out for members of your community. Remember your community is not just the development that you live in, but it spreads far and wide. Those that you pass on the bus to play in the boat or the train where they walk or or drive. These are members of your community. Do something good for one of them today. Because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow. Oh, no. My name is Kevin Stewart. So I like to do it to you, for you, and with you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here, kevinstew.com. Do join me on Saturday, all things being well. What we do with Saturday Stew? Reggae Global Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern. Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you. Wherever you are in the world, from right here in South Florida, I bid you all a good night. Take care of yourselves. Be good. But if you can't be good, be good at it. Until we meet again, y'all take care of yourselves. Enough love. Greetings and salutations, one and all. You're invited to tune in to the Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew. It airs on Mondays with Community and Finance, Tuesdays with Healthy Love, and Wednesdays with Real Talk from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. Come spend some time interacting in the stew pot where we keep things bubbling and wind down in musical therapy. The Night Shift with DJ Kevin Stew is on kevinstew.com where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment. <laughs>